0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to a very late edition. This is like the late show of the uh, Cup of Joe podcast on Tuesday, October 20th. Blessings to you. It has been a day. One of those days where I go one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. But let me say this. One of the things I got to do today was attend the funeral up in Appleton of a very wonderful and holy man, Father Ron Smith. So, Father Ron, I thank you and I ask your blessing and prayer in the midst not only of this podcast but in my ministry and and all of us. May Father Ron, you pray for all of us here. Um, gosh, what a good guy. Uh, wherever you are, I hope you could have known him. So, um, let's dive into scripture. Uh, we are continuing through Luke chapter twelve. And uh, just short one today, only about four verses, Luke twelve thirty-five to thirty-eight. So let's break open God's Word together here today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, "Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks." Blessed are those servants whom their master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself. Have them recline a table and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I... I I suspect true for you as well, but this, uh, and I don't know this, but this may be Luke's rendition of that uh, parable of the um, of the ten virgins uh, who have the oil lamps. And uh, the bridegroom is late in coming. And when he finally comes and somebody says, hey, look, the bridegroom's coming. Get ready. Trim your lamps. Five of them say to the other five, hey, give us some of your oil. And they say, no, lest we run out of ours. you got to go in and buy some of your own or get your own. you got to do it on your own. And, uh, and so the five go off. And, and in the meantime, the bridegroom comes and, uh, and takes them inside. And that's what Jesus, and the same point, whether, whether Luke is, is getting that from that parable or not, gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. You know, my friends, I have said this before that if the first lesson of spirituality is how do we say yes to God daily, hourly, minutely, that lesson 1A, if that's lesson one, is how do we say yes? Lesson 1A is how do we stay awake? How do we, how are we the servant here Who? is ready with loins girt. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but uh, it's always good to have a girt loin uh, and, and lamps lit. But how, how do we maintain, how do we stay awake? That's really the question. What habits do you have? What habits do I have that help us stay awake? And let me be honest with you, it is a habit. It is not by accident. Because, and and, and my friends, again, make no bones about it. This is not just saying we have to be ready for when we die, although it is that too. We have to be ready for the many times that the Christ comes to us today, today, now, and invites us into something or some, something new, some uh, new relationship uh, a new way of looking at the world, or whatever it is. And if we don't act now, we have missed that moment. Have you ever done this? Now, this is a dumb example, but I've done it, I, I can't tell you how many times, um, that I'm driving somewhere, you know, wrapped up in whatever I'm, I'm doing, and I see a hitchhiker on the side of the road or somebody who needs something, and I drive past and not 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20 seconds later, I'm like, why, why did I drive past them? Why didn't I not pull over on that, on that spur of the moment? There was one time, I remember this was years ago. I was in Iowa. Everything happens in Iowa, right? And, uh, and a guy, a hitchhiker, was there, and I, and I drove past. I thought, what am I doing? I'm, I'm going back to Wisconsin. I'm all alone. I got this car. So I drove up to the next exit. I was probably five miles up the road, drove back. By the time I was there, the hitchhiker was gone. Dumb analogy. Okay, Joe and his hitchhiking stories. But the point is, how are we ready to pull over at the moment when we have to be ready to pull over, or that moment is gone? What habits do you have what habits do I have? I was reading something this morning by uh, Thomas Keating on centering prayer. Actually, it was, it was uh, somebody who was studying Thomas Keating. And centering prayer is that wonderful, uh, just allowing silence, allowing God to speak to us in the silence at a place below words. And it's, it's just a terrific form of prayer. But Keating intimated how difficult it is that God is in this thunderous silence that is louder than anything else, um, but that it is a difficult habit to create because our mind wants to, to attach itself to whatever comes through it. And he says, no, let it be like a stream. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. But brothers and sisters, if we are to speak to that God who is, is thunderous in his silence, if we are to hear that, that is a habit we must do every day, every day. So not only can we hear God in silence, but we can hear God in our child when they come up asking for help or in, in a call that comes at an incredibly inopportune time in our life because we're busy doing something else. How do we all of a sudden stop? And give that not only its moment, but remember the rest of this parable Jesus tells us today? Not only blessed are those servants who are awake upon his arrival, but he, Jesus, will then gird himself. He will have us, the servants, recline at table, and Jesus will proceed to wait on us. That's entirely backwards. But my point is that when we are open to the moment and we meet Christ in the moment, in whatever pre- precious moment that is, the uh, the 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 way a song may strike us today that it never did before, or a scripture reading, or or a friend's touch or presence, whatever it is, when that moment happens, it, it is God serving us, isn't it? Because that joy goes both ways. Not only are we present in the moment that Christ is there, where two or three are gathered and we're awake, we we see that, but he has served us. Because we, we know now what we didn't know before. We were present now to something. It's like the veil came off even for that moment. Like Merton said on that road in Memphis, Tennessee, All of a sudden the veil was off and I knew I loved all these people even though I didn't know who they were. Brothers and sisters, if the greatest spiritual task is to say yes, the second greatest is how do we stay awake? And how do you and I set up habits not merely going from one thing to the next to the next to the next pinballing, But how do we create space in our days and in our lives for God to speak to us in ways unexpected? Second and third watch ways that come late at times and in places we do not expect. Because you know what? That's when he comes. And that's up to us to be awake. And our lamps trimmed. Let's pray. Um, again, just invite uh, you to bring any people, any relationships, any anything heavy on your heart today. Let's bring them. Let's lift them up to our, our Blessed Mother uh, at this time. And let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The second sorrowful mystery the scourging at the pillar. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I would say, brothers and sisters, have a wonderful rest of your day. But bottom line is it's probably already done, just about. Have a wonderful evening. Sleep well. Uh, A wonderful beginning of your day tomorrow. And I hope to be out earlier tomorrow with another podcast. Blessings, my friends.